Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Steve Jones Show, News Radio 1070 WKOK. You can reach us anytime. Steve Jones at WKOK.com is our email. We're all over social media as well. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, Twitter handle at Steve Jones PSU. And all of our live shows are archived. You can find them as podcasts. So we invite yeah, you to subscribe so, to our Steve Jones Show so, podcast on both so iTunes, Apple Podcast so, app, and Google Play. So if there are any attorneys out there that want to know what we actually said. <laughs> <laughs> Double check, triple check. <laughs> what? He said what? All I know is uh, I've had to do a couple depositions dealing with the suit. All right, so. <laughs> All right, so here's the lineup. It's the way we understand it. The lineup will include today... Our high school football announcers from 3.30 to 4. That's a pretty good start. It's a good day just doing that. Uh, Dan Deardorff at 4.06. Jim Brandstetter at uh, 4.35. Tomorrow, Jack Ham, Derek Williams, Dick Girardi, Rich Scarcella. Friday, Reese Davis. Okay. Reese Davis, the host of Game Day, uh, had worked, didn't try to work on Kirkhurst Street. We ended up getting Reese Davis, and that's going to work just fine. So the host of Game Day, Reese Davis, is going to be on the show on Friday. So that's the line. That's at least that's what I have. I don't know what you have. Well, of course, got to end the weekend with the King, the Mystic well, from the yeah. East. You you know what's really bad about this? Okay, uh, I I we taped the TV show today, Blue White Tailgate. Yes, and we uh, look. There's three separate prediction segments that we do. Okay, uh, one is the Best Buy one on the network, the one that we do on Friday, and then the one I do on the TV show. Well, I you know like. I put so much care into this. <laughs> I'll, I'll admit, though, I'm slacking on the pick segment this year because I would normally send you and your brother a text at the same time, maybe even like Sunday night into Monday. I haven't even sent the games out to him yet. <laughs> so I think he's... Yeah, but, but that's fine. I mean, that, yeah. that's perfectly fine. Not that big a but, deal. But they put up the records on TV today because we tape the show today. Right. We always tape it on Wednesday. 
and we get to the segment. I'm four and zero last week, and I have a big lead. <laughs> <laughs> everybody else. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at that all and thinking, I was, wait a minute, I'm getting destroyed in the other two here. I'm doing great. <laughs> right, because it's television, it looks better. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for some God unknown reason in this show, after six weeks, you're trailing your brother by four. You're 21 well, and 20. <laughs> I'm so far behind, I think I'm first. The other one, I went 4 0 last week on the thing. I had no idea. I didn't know until they put it up there. Like, oh, we picked four games? <laughs> <laughs> I've got this dartboard. Yeah, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, we go. We're done. <laughs> in fact, there's probably a very good chance that some of the same games are used in each show, and I picked them differently. <laughs> it's called covering your bases. <laughs> no, it's called just not being aware of your surroundings. Uh, <laughs> maybe you're th- maybe you're throwing your heart and soul so much to, into one game you're not really paying attention to. Yeah, the but others. you're leaving me with the impression you're covering your bases. So you got a good poker yeah. face. <laughs> oh, you absolutely. Ought to, yeah, you want to parlay this into poker? <laughs> oh yeah. And by the way, Kim Jones's article is out uh, on Saquon. It's excellent, excellent, excellent. Very, very impressed. Uh, you want to learn more about uh, the real Saquon Barkley? Uh, her article opens up that door, talking about family, talking about Penn State, talking about who he is, why he is, how he operates, what makes him, you know, what makes him tick. She did a great job on this. Great job. Well, I sent her a text to that effect. Um, I told her that I was impressed, that you were impressed, and the suit asked who Saquon Barkley was. Dude. So it's it's just it's a hard world. So yeah, so it's I mean that's the way it is. I'm checking my email, I can get, checking my email some really great stuff here. I can get an upgrade on an Alamo Runner car. Great. All right. Very cool. <laughs> wow. I am living large. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous. Could come in handy halfway through the basketball season. Yeah, you could come never in. know. Could, oh. right. Now, now this is Wednesday. I'm getting a request to be on talk shows Friday. You didn't think earlier in the week that the Penn State-Michigan game was a big game? <laughs> uh, we knew it was a big game for weeks. I look at this stuff and I ask, but I, okay, it's Wednesday afternoon. Can you do Friday at 5.30? Now, I said yes to that one. That one's in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And they got one in Atlanta. Our show's between 2 and 7. Well... <laughs> Well, let's think this through here for a second. But you know me. I'll probably say yes to that one, too. <laughs> Bad about that. Let's see. Our show till 5. You'll be on that appearance at 5.30. Because mm-hmm. I figured probably already had it mapped out. Oh, yeah, I could be yeah, I could be out at the blue course then by 6. Uh. No, that's no, <laughs> you know what? That's not going to happen on Friday. You know, the sun's going down earlier. Yeah. 
So, but you go at a nice brisk pace. I just automatically oh. thought, yeah, he could squeeze maybe actually, six holes in. No, close. Yeah. actually, Friday night I went after the show. I got nine. Perfect. I did get nine in. Now, admittedly, I think the ball went in the cup. <laughs> 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 On the last, I think it did. I walked up. It was there was something in there. Sensing a trend. Uh, like, I'm thinking I picked that game right last week. I, I'm four zero. Uh, <laughs> well, no, I, I'm no, no. It was dark. <laughs> I think it went in. <laughs> I heard. I'm like, hey, great! I must have made that putt. Walk up and you know. Now, where is the where is the cup? <laughs> Do that sound effect again. Mm, okay. Sounds like yeah, Warren ended up in the good. drink. <laughs> See, that's a kind of cruelty. See, you're you're becoming more cruel. <laughs> the next thing you're going to make up is, is you're going to mention somebody in prison here pretty soon. Oh wait, you've already made that reference. I forgot. Did that? <laughs> Been there, done that. Yeah, it doesn't bear repeating. It'll it'll lose its luster. <laughs> oh, it was a, when you did it. It was a slam dunk. <laughs> now, did we get the uh, the Shikolimi broadcaster on, or do we have to go a different route here? Good to go. He'll be with us today. We will have Greg Wetzel, our Shikolimi broadcaster, oh, and Zach no, Showers no, no. today. He's Lewisburg. What's up, Lewisburg? Yes. Greg does Lewis, Lewisburg. Yeah, I, I said we'll have Greg Wetzel, comma, our Shikalemi broadcaster, and Zach oh. Showers. So I know what you thought. Of, yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, we'll have our power trio today. Very good. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to it. Um, is there... Uh, and they got what? Loyal Sock, right? Schick will be at Loyal Sock on Friday night. Correct. Got that here on WKOK. And it'll be senior night at Milton, senior night for Lewisburg, and Seawolds Grove will wrap up their regular season back-to-back home games. Mount Carmel this week, Southern Columbia next week. That's some schedule. Uh, I find it intriguing, and we'll get to it more next week, that Seawolds Grove is going to play Southern Columbia. I wonder how hard it is for Southern Columbia to get games outside of conference play. I mean, sometimes when you're that good... There'll be some people sit back and say, do we really want to do this? I know for a lot of people in the area, they'll get their first look at highly touted Southern Columbia sophomore wide receiver Julian Fleming, who is receiving dozens and dozens of uh, uh, offers from across the country. We'll leave it at that. So not many other sophomore wide receivers are better than him right now. And I'm not just talking Pennsylvania, but statewide. He has really been turning heads. Very impressive player. Not just uh, on offense, but on special teams, too. Well, that'll be next week. Yes. To talk about. First things first. Uh, First things first is this week. Um, His suit's been handing out cigars uh, after the Shikolemi win last week to everybody and try to point out there's there's actually more game to go. Suit, by the way, no show at the Bucknell Luncheon today. Oh. Full-time job got in the way today. But Doug, right. Doug sends his best to you. 
Uh, Doug, is Doug, great. Doug was locked into our show on Friday. He loved the Gladiator film clips and the uh, laughs that we were sharing. On <laughs> I was concerned. I thought Doug was like on the road. I was afraid he was going to cause traffic or get into a wreck. When, <laughs> but we had one guy. We had one listener locked in on Friday. So. <laughs> <laughs> Are you not entertained? <laughs> no, I said. I kind of scared him though. I, I I said to Doug, I said, "Oh, Steve brought. He mentioned you on the show yesterday, and I, he automatically thought good, bad, ugly. You go far from the truth. No, I said no. He, we just kind of said in passing on on the show yesterday. We have to have you on here in a couple of weeks, and he said no problem. So we'll oh, we'll get uh, that button up. Such great respect for Doug. Does uh, oh, I tell you. Does he ever work hard? And he does every sport. I mean, you name it, he can do it. I mean, my goodness. I mean, water polo. What? Shoots he scores. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I will admit that uh, that year that Doc Emmerich did water polo on the Olympics, I literally tried to find it on one of the NBC channels because I just wanted to hear yeah. him call something other than hockey because I knew it was just different, unique, and it was going to be a great listen. Yeah, no, and it was. It was. It's a Doc Emmer could make poker sound exciting. And there he is. He's reaching for the king, and he throws the king down. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> well, I'm tuned in. <laughs> we will take a break. Our high school announcers in the next half hour. And break to get Reese Davis on the show Friday, the um, host of Game Day. So we'll get the host on, uh, which will which will be great. So Reese Davis on Friday, Sean locking in. You pick the time, and Reese Davis will be on at that time. How about that? We'll take a break. Come back with more in a moment. Brought to you by our great friends. At Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, on News Radio 1070 WKOK. So a no-show at the Bucknell Luncheon. Yeah. Even when they win games and a lot of people are jumping on the bandwagon, some people are spraining an ankle jumping off. <laughs> it's kind of unusual, isn't it? Yeah, I know. Isn't it supposed to be the other way around? They're doing, you know, to come off in a great win and, you know, I want to be a part of it. And I mean, after everybody gave him such a warm greeting last week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It was great to uh, get a chance to hear from uh, Junior Center Pat Finn. He was at the Bucknell Luncheon today talking about the uh, continuity uh, that the offensive line has been gaining week after week. Because, I mean, not only did they lose Julian Davenport, they lost a good hunk of the, the, the whole yeah, offensive line. Sure so, they're, so they're getting more more confidence, uh, learning nuances and little traits from each other week after week. And uh, he said, we're going to have our best game this Saturday against Lafayette, right. but... We're going to build on that and go even better as we move through the season. And also made it a point where uh, they spent uh, quite a bit of time together over the summer uh, working on their skills and and, uh, drills and that kind of thing, too. So that was very key. Hmm. So a no-show, huh? No-show. I'm sure it was kind of a warm and fuzzy moment for... uh 
head coach Joe Susan, who's worked so hard to build a program that you know, I've, you know, obviously having you there is great, and you know, and obviously having this play-by-play guy there, great, and the analyst is just out there, gone. What's going on? I know. Head scratcher. I'm trying to figure it out, too. If you figure it out before me, let me know. I can't. I, I, I can't either. I'm I'm completely bamboozled by this. <laughs> yeah. Actually, not really. <laughs> You're just getting treated like the rest of us. <laughs> Yeah, I can tell you right now, Jack Ham lived here. He'd be the ever quarterback club. He would be. The basketball hoops club. Dick Girardi has made specific trips up to be there, just for that. And I know if there wasn't a certain state college quarterback club going on at the same time, I know you I, would be there as well. I, I'd be showing. I know you would. I'd, lo- I'd love to go over to Maddie's and uh, see Joe and talk with him and uh, and enjoy it. I'd be I'd be there in a heartbeat. Maybe you know, hang around and do the show live and then uh, come back. And, uh, but uh, you know, then there are other people <laughs> <laughs> on the self-important scale. <laughs> now, now is Dick and Milton there? He was there today. He never misses. Okay. See, I'm not surprised. That's a real fan. I'm sure Dick has noticed the absence of the color analyst. Hey, Dick, Dick observes everything. Head on the swivel. Huh? That's him. That's how he rolls. I'm sure he's noticed. Astute. Um, he probably noticed that the suit was there last week. He probably, probably went table to table shaking hands last week. They worked the room. With, they spoke with each other last week following the luncheon. We did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Worked the room. Yeah. And uh, pretty much uh, you guys are in the rearview mirror for the rest of the season. (laughs) Probably left, got his car, and said, well, that ought to do it for this year. (laughs) It's only October. (laughs) I could say I've I've gone. (laughs) Well, we'll hear from the information gatherer himself next half hour. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. The guy that's been pacing back and forth is the suit. Another big game coming up this week. And we'll talk to him in a few moments about that. Greg Wetzel's going to be first. Then we'll get to the suit. Zach will be last. Does the suit actually pick his time and we work around him? Is that how we do this? I could have sworn I picked the time, but... Uh... Yeah, see, that's yeah. that's the genius of the suit. He makes you think you did it. <laughs> and in the end it really is all about see the fact that he's in the middle is is really typical you know when when one thinks they are the center of the universe (laughs) he's kind of like the jan brady of today's show he's in the middle 
Exactly right. Uh, first of all, this day in sports history, uh, 1873, the first rules for intercollegiate football were drawn up by the representatives from Rutgers, Yale, Columbia, Princeton, and uh, interesting rules in those days. Uh, we are coming up on 150 years since that first Princeton-Rutgers game. That's just two years away. 1924, Red Grange scored four touchdowns in the opening 12 minutes of the game against Michigan. Hmm. He scored a fifth touchdown, intercepted a pass, threw a touchdown pass all in the second half. 1950, Connie Mack announced that he was going to retire after 50 seasons as the manager of the Philadelphia A's. He's the last guy to wear a jacket and tie in the dugout. 1956, NFL Commissioner Burt Bell disallowed the use of radio equipment used helmets by NFL quarterbacks. Paul Brown of the Cleveland Browns started that, and now NFL coaches can't go without it. I think, and I know it's expensive, so I do understand money comes into play here, but I'd love to see that in college football. I think it would speed the game up. 1967, the American League granted permission for the A's to move to Oakland. Now, this is really neat. The first home game that Oakland played as the A's was April 17, 1968. On the 50th anniversary of that, April 17, 2018, next April, they're letting everybody in for free to say thank you. That's really, really cool. Also on this day, new franchises were awarded to Kansas City, the Royals, and Seattle, the Pilots, who are now the Milwaukee Brewers. Oh, let's see. Bob Beeman, Olympics, set a record, 29-2.5 in the long jump. Uh, that record wasn't broken until Mike Powell did it in 91, 29-4.5. I mean, and when I say he broke the record, he broke the record by a wide margin. This is the date, 1977, that, babe, that Reggie Jackson tied Babe Ruth's record for hitting three home runs in a single World Series game. Uh, Reggie did it on three consecutive pitches from three different pitchers. Now, one was... Bob Welsh, one was Charlie Huff, and honestly, I cannot remember, Sean, the last one, I, the first one. I apologize. But I'm, and one was Charlie Huff, one was Bob Welsh, and I can't remember the third guy. Talk on age. All right. Let's get rolling with Greg Wetzel. Bloomsburg at Lewisburg. Hello, Greg. Great to have you with us today. Hey, great to be here. How are you doing? I'm doing well. All right. Uh, how would you evaluate last week's game? Wow, that's a tough one. Um, Lewisburg was right there with Mount Carmel, 14-14 in the second period. Had the ball, was driving. And, you know, as an announcer, you can look down the field and you can see body language of players and, and teams. Sure. Mount Carmel was looking around like, what the heck's going on? Because they had jumped out to a 14 nothing lead. Lewisburg's coming back. They have the ball at midfield. They throw a ball and a slant across the middle of Dylan Farinato. Catches it for a first down and doesn't get up. Wow. And the air just went out of the balloon. And uh, Mount Carmel went on from there and just dominated the game. But I know the Mount Carmel coach said after the game to uh, the Lewisburg coach, man, I first thing he asked was how Farinato was doing. Second question was, boy, if he wouldn't have gotten hurt, I don't know what we would have done. It would have been a ball game. Yeah. But it, it's, well, it's, it's just one of those I, things. Lewisburg's in that situation right now. They've they've lost 12 starters to injuries. Mm. So, uh, Is there a payoff 
that some younger players are getting time now and that could potentially in 2018 have a payoff to it? Yeah, I believe so. And talking with the coach, you know, um, they're working some kids in that they didn't think they'd be able to work in this year, but now they have to. And uh, they're playing big minutes in meaningful games. And that is going to have a payoff down uh, next year in 2018, like you said. And and uh, we see signs of kids stepping up. Last week, uh, when Dylan went out, they had another kid in at wide receiver for him, made some nice catches, uh, and, and is doing a nice job for him. Uh, a tailback came in and, and broke a 52-yard run for a touchdown. So, yeah, they're, they're getting some valuable playing time this year. You know, but you, as you know, the you don't want to play a guy a game too soon, right? You'd rather play him a game too late. Is that part of the fine line here, Greg? Oh, it's, it really is, and uh, it it has uh, it's put some kids in some tough positions too because. They're, right now, they don't have a backup quarterback. They're, they're, uh, two backup quarterbacks got hurt. Mm. So they this week in practice, they are literally teaching the kid the plays. So in case if something would happen to the starting quarterback, they have somebody they can go to. So that's, that's an area of concern, like you said, uh, getting them there too soon. But some of these players that are moving to these positions have played elsewhere this year, too. So that, that's also a benefit. How do you view the matchup with Bloomsburg? Uh, I think it's going to be a game of size, Lewisburg size versus the quickness of Bloomsburg. If um, their defensive line can dominate the way they did last year in the game, I think Lewisburg will be fine. And they, Lewisburg has to establish a running game. And I think Bloomsburg knows Lewisburg's going to have to run the ball to win. So it's whose will will win that battle, the Lewisburg's offensive line or Bloomsburg's defensive line. All right, absolute pleasure as always, Greg. Appreciate it. You'll hear the game at 100.9 The Valley. It'll be uh, 7 o'clock on Friday night, 6.30 the airtime. Always a pleasure, Greg. Thank you so much. And now we bring in the person, I mean, really, we're just planets and he's the sun. Hey, Sean, I mean, really, is there any kind of uh, music we can play to for the intro? Or? Yeah. I, well, like, we don't play I, I would prefer Hail to the Chief, but th- we usually save that for basketball. I was going to say, wait, that, that's, that's a month and a half away, man. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, we need some sort of intro music here. Uh, something that I think would be befitting of the moment, don't you think? I mean, Sean, we need something. Mm. I mean, I mean, uh, <sighs> Let's see, what would be a really good one to play here that I think would really kind of capture um, what, it, you know, let's see, kind of capture how we feel about this particular moment. What do you think? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That's me on the trumpet. I just like to point out, not everybody has their own theme music. (laughs) (laughs) For good reason. (laughs) 
Well, it's been a fun ride for you this year. We've even found out you have a grocery list. I mean, a checklist. Uh, <laughs> there is indeed a checklist, yes. It's not my checklist, but there's a checklist. What has been, in the winning formula, what have been the cons- the, the constants that have made this happen for Shikolani? Well, I think we've seen an improvement in the offensive line. They've uh, been able to give Gabe Tilford a little bit more protection. Uh, they've opened up some holes in the running game, and I think the dynamics of the running game and, and the fact that this team is feeling much more comfortable with this offensive style has a lot to do with the success. You're looking at a team that uh, really has been a wing tee team for decades. These kids have come up through the program running wing tee. Now they're kind of running a hybrid wing tee out of a spread formation because that's the talent that they have. That That's the skill sets that they have. And I think they're just starting to get comfortable with that formation and with everybody's role in that formation. And we really saw it last week when they jumped out early on Mifflinburg and just kept going. Right, so now the little things are going to come into play once they start zeroing in on the playoffs. What are some of the little things that they know they need to clean up to be better? Well, I think one of the things that they need to do is connect on some of the pass plays a little bit more. Gabe Tilford will be the first one to tell you. And he, he said this to his dad, too. He said, listen, you know, I, I, I'm an okay quarterback. I'm not a great quarterback, but he's a solid quarterback that can make completions with a little bit of time. And now that he has the time in the pocket, he's starting to find open receivers. I think if the passes start dropping into the hands of receivers a little bit more often, this team can be a very dangerous team in the playoffs and uh, even even going into uh, postseason play after districts, if that indeed comes to fruition. Uh, the running game has always been a solid thing, with especially Gabe being able to do things in the backfield with the ball, and then it, from time to time hand it off to uh, Joey Falk, the running back. And now we're seeing a, a little bit more of uh, some Austin Bilger running from a wide receiver, a slot position, and running reverses. So now this team, every time they snap the ball, linebackers, and I think I said this last week have three things to look at. Defensively, they've been playing very, very well. They're very opportunistic on defense, and it makes them a very tough opponent to try and beat. All right, Loyal Sock, what will be some of the keys and matchups that we should be watching for Friday night? Well, it's a big question right now for Loyal Sock how healthy they are. They've been a little beat up the last couple of weeks. No starting lineups have been released yet, so we're just kind of guessing on who we're going to see. I I would expect if everybody's healthy, this is going to be two teams that kind of mirror each other in offensive style. Both teams run the spread. Both teams have quarterbacks that can fire the ball. As a matter of fact, Connor Watkins, the the junior quarterback already has 1,500 yards passing, 19 touchdowns, but only four interceptions. He has been very, very accurate this year. And you, Steve, this is something you talked about a couple of weeks ago. Yards per attempt and yards per completion. Watkins right now at 16 per completion, 10 right. yards per attempt. Yeah. So every time he even attempts, it's it's like 10 yards an attempt right now. It's it's a very impressive number. And that's what makes this team even a, a little more difficult. And then if you have a healthy running game and Cole Cavanaugh, the uh, older of the two Cavanaugh's at, se- at the senior, he's averaging 6 yards a carry, uh, 700 plus yards, 750 plus yards on 130 carries this year. You know, he's been running the ball very very well. This gives them again a multiple option style spread offense where they just do the same thing Shikolami does. Take the defense, spread them out, and can do two or three different things every time they snap the ball. 
7 o'clock on Friday night, 6.30 the airtime on News Radio 1070 WKOK. And a quick message here from the uh, uh, Bucknell uh, luncheon uh, that Sean was at today. Uh, the, the, the people at Maddie's wanted to send you uh, just a message about next week's luncheon. <laughs> Listen, it's, <laughs> it's on the calendar, all right? It's on the calendar. I'm trying to block it out. Trying to block it out. I'm trying to block next week availability. I, I will get to another one before the end of the season. Look, don't threaten these people. <laughs> <laughs> theme song <laughs> not everybody has great entrance and exit music but there you are you do <laughs> it's memorable i'll say that <laughs> absolutely it seems to fit all occasions around you all right <laughs> hey listen hey, gr- have a great call on saturday i will be listening very closely on the way back from lafayette Ah, yes, Lafayette. What time is that game? Uh, that is a 3 o'clock airtime, 3.30 Ooh. kick. Ooh. Okay. You will be driving back. Yes, I will. All right. <laughs> All right. You will be driving back. Tell Doug I said hi. Doug does great, great work. Oh, so do you. Okay, you know, I forgot. <laughs> I we got, I forgot. I forgot. Okay. He knew that was coming. I was waiting. Yeah. He was yeah. I need to have a little I was bit talking. of an ego massage there, you know. <laughs> nobody in the nobody in the building could tell. <laughs> <laughs> I hear Wetzel laughing in the background. <laughs> Actually before before he took the headset off, he goes, Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's been here for years. <laughs> as long as Greg's entertained. Are you not entertained? <laughs> Zach Showers is entertained. <laughs> Zach, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing well. I'll uh, Good, try to use significantly less eyes than the previous guy before you. See, for Greg, Zach... showers. I mean, even showers. That that hurts, man. See, for Greg, Zach, and Sean, it's all about the game and the kids, not who's calling the game. (laughs) Zach, uh, we're at a stretch of the season where I think Seals Grove can make itself better without being too threatened. Uh, Would that be fair? Yeah, I would say so. Um, Last week was a really interesting game against Central Mountain. If it's possible to sleepwalk to a mercy rule victory, I would say that's what Seelens Group did last week. Just uh, working on a number of things, Logan Leiby was um, amazing, set a career high with 425 yards passing and had a five-touchdown game, which is, believe it or not, his fourth of the season. So this team is really hitting on all cylinders, and after two weeks of shoring some things up and working on uh, different little things throughout the offense and defense, they're ready to get into some good ball games here the next couple weeks. And that starts with Mount Carmel. They've, they Are they expecting a far more physical test with Mount Carmel? I would say so. Very similar to uh, a Berwick, any of these uh, coal region teams you play, you know they're going to come at you and come at you strong. 
they're a little different than any team we've seen, especially offensively. They like to run a version of the wing tee, probably different than any that I've personally seen. Um, and a lot of people have seen, they pretty much put 11 guys in the box on every play, and they really force you to be disciplined in all, uh, in, in all aspects of your defense. So it's going to be a big test for the defense, just seeing something different than what they've seen all year. Zach, we also know that playoff time is coming up and so forth. So what are some of the little things that they need to be better at that when they get to the playoffs, it could be, may, make a big difference? First and foremost, it's penalties. Uh, every week, I think there's one game where Seahawks Grove had three penalties, and every other week it's been 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 penalties a game. So a lot of... Uh, there's no question that this team needs to cut down on penalties, and a lot of it's discipline. It, it's not so much the five-yard false start penalties. It's the jumping off sides. There's a stretch in last week's Central Mountain game where they had three offsides penalties in a row. Uh, so there's little things like that, and a few scores the past couple weeks have come directly after 15-yard sports unsportsmanlike or personal foul penalties. So number one is just really shoring that up. Um, with penalties because you never know when you have a big situation you get a big turnover, you get a big play, and a big play gets wiped out because of something that could have been controlled um, throughout the play. Zach, always a pleasure. Appreciate it. And again, uh, a dramatic change from the previous segment where the words I and me were never used. (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) Thanks, Zach. Great work as always. We appreciate you very much. Thank you. Have a good one. All right. Thanks to Greg. We appreciate him very much. Our thanks to Zach. We appreciate him very much. I'm trying to think. Did I leave anything out? Oh, we appreciate the suit very much. Sure All we right. do. Yeah. yeah. Well, I wouldn't have put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I was thinking the other day. And, uh, Jack Ham, of course, had that great honor from the Pro Football Hall of Fame that it was at the Penn State game, right? Uh, well, he's also going to be honored at the Steelers-Packers game next month. And I kept thinking, make sure that when you get to the part about, boy, this has really been the autumn of Jack, I said, make sure you don't say it's been the fall of Jack. <laughs> Words mean something. <laughs> we'll come back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by our good friends at Sunbury Motors. SMC is where you want to be for your next new Ford during the annual Fall Ford Markdown event. SMC is where you want to be if you want 46 Ford Escapes to choose from starting under 20 grand. SMC is where you want to be for your next new Ford F-150. Choose from over 50 F-Series trucks starting at $23,994. Sunbury Motors has sold over 40,000 Ford trucks over the past 102 years. SMC is where you want to be if you want to buy a brand new Explorer for under 30 grand. 14 Explorers starting at $29,925. Every new Ford has deep discounts during SMC's annual Fall Ford Markdown event. Fusions, Focuses, and Fiestas are at the year's lowest prices. SMC is where you want to be if you want to save big money on your next new Ford. Sunbury Motors in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza. Sunbury. Now, we can have fun with Kevin because Kevin's fun. 
At least that's exactly how I read what Sean sent me to say. <laughs> it's been our mantra here for a while. <laughs> yeah. Sure, everybody over at uh, Maddie's today was, hey, how are you? <laughs> he says, I'm going to fit them in soon. I mean, like, don't threaten these people. <laughs> They're going there to have a good time. Dan Deardorff, next half hour. Looking forward to talking with him. Get his read on Michigan. I know he has said on the broadcast, because I've heard him say it, he says the Michigan defense should sue the offense for support. <laughs> so we'll get into it with them. And then his broadcast partner, Jim Branstetter. But I also want to ask Jim about the uh, Detroit Lions, too, because he's uh, the analyst for the Lions. Especially with Aaron Rodgers now out. What does that mean? All right. Great to have you with us on the show today. Brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Key Routes 11 and 15 in Hubble's Wharf. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. You can hear us anywhere in the world with the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. (laughs) 